0: Welcome to One Time on the Internet, your travel guide to internet history. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to One Time on the Internet. We are so happy to have you here. <laughs> Harry's already starting off by making it weird. No, no,
1: no, no, no. It's not weird. It's never it's normal. normal. It's, it's, it's normal. I gotta set. We, uh, our job is to normalize Harry, okay?
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm going go to go with a medium huh? rare weird. <laughs> mm. Okay, <laughs> all right. I like this challenge and I'll, I'll take it. I accept your challenge.
1: Oh, yeah, man. see, Ramaba gets it. Hashtag normalize Harry. We're getting there.
2: No! <laughs> 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 oh, two days of, into being a partner and now it's just normalize Harry. I so <laughs> have like a khaki checkmark next to my name in two weeks' time, I promise. See,
0: it's not about making you less weird, it's about us accepting your weirdness and
3: meeting you
1: there. Oh, okay. Right in the yeah. middle. I like that. Uh, right
3: I like in the middle. middle. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna does weird this go both up. ways? Like Harry has to see our vibe and kind of meet us there a little bit. <laughs> I'm I <trying>.
1: think Harry's. <laughs> Harry, I feel like every time I talk Wait. to Harry, it's like every time I talk to Harry, it's like getting a hug. Like I feel like he's already done it. You know what I mean? I say we have to do our work to get there. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's Whoa, fair.
0: Oh no, I feel that. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, in case it is your first time here, one time on the internet is your travel guide to internet history. We dive into all things of internet's past, and today we are talking about online dating.
1: Yes, do we do intros now? Yeah, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Oh, it's me first. Uh, Sage picked the list, so I am not just doing. I am actually just doing that. I would go first <laughs> anyway, no matter what your list says. Thank you, Sage. Um, hi, everybody. It's based I'm on the overlay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Bijan. Uh, I'm a writer at The Verge. Uh, I host. Uh, I'm a character on the podcast Fun City. Uh, I'm a host of One Time on the Internet. Uh, I did a Harvard Business School panel today. So really switching it up. Different vibes. Same setup. Hey, guys. I, I didn't hit him with the bisexual lighting. lighting. Did
3: you hear that? Okay,
1: don't. You don't have to, like, I I wasn't ready for What's that to it? be out yet. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a season two Hi, reveal. Uh, season two reveal.
0: Hi, I'm Sage Ryan. I am an actor and host. Uh, I'm here on this channel all the time because I made it. And I put myself on it. Uh, and you can also find me at Not Sage everywhere else on the internet.
3: Hey, I'm Rowan Hall. I'm a filmmaker and podcaster. You can find me on this channel quite a lot. You can also find me everywhere on the internet at The Rowan Hall. I'm also one of the co-hosts of the Willing and Fable podcast that gives the history of myths, legends, and the weird things you wish you learned in school.
2: And the zoom outline says that I am last. It says underlined, do not go first go back to Zoom, or to go back to the Zoom chat, do not click $200. My name is Harry from the Harry Horror Show, here on Twitch, weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I talk about spooky stuff like true crime and uh, debunk conspiracy theories and explore the paranormal and the occult uh, with my lovely community and my lovely friends. So it's great to be back for episode three, the threequel, not to be confused with the squeakquel, Alvin and the Chipmunks. It is the threequel.
0: Uh, unfortunately, there will be multiple moments in which those <laughs> do cross over. Uh, it is a remarkably similar episode, uh, and yet valuable in its own right. <laughs> <laughs> like Alvin of the uh, Chipmunks*,
2: remarkably similar, but wait, wait, valuable wait, wait. in its own right as well.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> delightfully tacky yet unrefined. Is that where we're going? Wait. So also, yeah. so before we like get into the show, because I feel like Sage, you're about to get us into the show, right? We're about to. I mean,
0: I was go- I was gonna get us into like our our little. I want to talk about internet dating. Well, I,
1: a I do want I do want to give chat like a little uh, like a. A task, okay. uh Oh, so um, so as you know, chat the Pixel Circus channel has just been partnered recently, which means that we're <laughs> gonna get an emote. So we need memes from you to make into things that we can like post. We need on memes this
3: of us from you.
1: <laughs> so I yeah. think I think normalized Harry's a great start. Look, I'm, I'm not too my I- own horn.
2: I propose a it's counter. Out- I say a four emote mosaic that when puts together oh. forms all four of us. Bijan, That's the top left eye, Rowan, the bottom <laughs> left chin and lip. Wait, Sage wait. the top right eye. And then me, the bottom right mouth. Together, it's like Exodia. And you put all <laughs> yes, four of them, the to- stream yes, ends. <laughs> yes! It's Exodia!
0: <laughs> Fuck! That's it! Okay. So the idea is we would like an emote to represent one time on the internet, and we want to know what that would be, what you would use while watching the show, what you would enjoy, maybe something that's not in four parts whoa, because whoa, whoa, we don't whoa. have enough subs to have all those emotes. Okay, so, you got a, <laughs> so
1: now you have to sub so we can get those. E- whoa, 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 whoa. So, Sage. <laughs>
0: you got a lot of tasks for Beach.
1: No, no, no. Sage, I'm just I curious. Have you? Uh, did you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh? Cause I,
0: uh, no, no me I never. either friend of Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Because, like, Exodia... The forbidden one was you had to like get all the car It was look. I think it would be very good for me specifically <laughs> oh, if yeah. we had an Exodia. Email. I'm throwing out. I'm throwing out the meme idea.
2: Fuck that. Bishan's <laughs> rate like a sure race like, Yale graduate from his resume. Put. Left part of Exodia. <laughs>
0: yes,
2: And dude. also,
4: nice
0: uh, as Suredubs in chat put it, a Yu-Gi-Bro. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I don't know if that's an actual correct term so for he, Yu-Gi-Oh fans, he, but it is in my head. We're trying to
2: normalize
3: Bijan, just, just, just like we normalize Harry. Yes.
1: There we go. <laughs> yeah. Also, for the record, he went to Harvard. Um, anyway, Sage, should we do our thing?
3: If you're ready, Bijan.
1: I'm ready now.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love this. So we have
0: stories to get to, no doubt. But first, I want to talk a little bit about internet dating as a whole. I personally am terrified of internet dating. Okay. I'm terrified of the internet. I am terrified of human men. Um, so that's that's my kind Sage, of place in it. would
3: you say that as women who have to interact with non-women, that it is scarier? Because mm-hmm. I 100% yes. would.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. 100%. Now, I I uh, I'm not I'm not experienced in dating apps personally. I'm experienced in stories around dating apps. I got you there. Um but I did some research and statistically 30% of US adults are on dating apps in some capacity or another and about 12% have said that they have entered some form of committed relationship with somebody from a dating site or app.
3: Sage, Um, you're scooping us. Excuse me, Sage. Please don't pull the same statistics that we pull for our story. (laughs) You're scooping us? This is an overall... Chat? You're talking about general dating apps. Your story's about your story. Chat, chat, please,
1: whenever we repeat this, please pretend like it's the first time you've heard it. Do you want me to say it as if
3: Sage has never said it?
1: Yes.
0: Okay,
3: okay, okay. I got you. Sure, look, look. (laughs) We always start the
0: show talking about the general topic. If you work the general topic into your story, that feels like... Something, something.
1: I mean, sorry, um, sorry, Chad. Also, please notice that Sage's shirt says, I'm the daddy in this situation.
3: Thank you. Uh, you can't see it literally at all in the
1: overlay. <laughs> but this is just evidence.
3: Neither can thank the podcasters you. who are driving in their car right now.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Hi, car friends. We actually did get one message from somebody who listens to this in their car. That's
2: true. You all thought you all all got to be this invisible secret order like the Da Vinci Code. I don't I I see you car drivers. I see all of you out there in the podcast world washing your dishes, doing your gardening. (laughs) You're valued. I value you and recognize your podcast listening. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but have you online dated, Perry, Have you? Did you? Did you meet your your partner before I have, the age of online dating? Yeah,
2: I have been married for thirteen years. Um, when I first saw wow. her, I sent out a turtle dove with a message encased in wax
4: <laughs> that said,
2: Willest thou beest mine?" And she said back on on another turtle dove, "Maybe." So, this <laughs> history,
0: Mayhaps. and history was made. History was made. I had a, I had a dating app one time for the span of about a month and then I immediately deactivated and deleted my account because uh, <laughs> it was,
1: it wasn't great. Yeah, I can't. Imagine it. Would- I actually, I
0: do have one other, I have one other dating uh, app story, because there is one other occasion that I technically had a dating app. And this was like really, really early dating app. Okay. The sites already existed. There was already like plenty of fish or whatever. Uh, but it was more of a thing that like older people were using. And it was right when Tinder popped up. And it was before Tinder was like so widespread that everyone knew what it was. I had no idea. I think I was, I think I was 17 at the time. And I was in a relationship. And my boyfriend at the time had hooked up his email to my phone. For some reason, he had logged into it, and I get a notification: "Welcome to Tinder." Oh no! And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait!" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. So I didn't know what Tinder was, and I was like, "I didn't sign up for this. I didn't realize he had logged into his email on my phone." So I was like, "What is that?" And then by the email, it seemed like it was some sort of social media website. Oh, no. They weren't really specific about it being a place for dating. So I signed up for Tinder, thinking like, "Oh." cool it's probably like Instagram or something um, you know there was always a new social media site popping up and I was like oh I'm gonna go find my boyfriend on this this Tinder site cool oh. <laughs> and then I signed <sighs> up and I got weird messages for like two years from it because I it wouldn't actually deactivate my profile um, Ooh. but that's that, uh, <laughs> wow. <is> my experience of <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, I, um, I have been, I moved to New York, uh, in like 2013. And I was like, the, I didn't, the, the way to like meet people or one of the ways to meet people back then was just like get on dating apps. So I was just on dating apps. I was like meeting people, going on lots of dates because I'm very hot. But, um, it was very good. I, I think like, uh, it's obviously different for men and women and, you know, everybody else who, like is outside of the binary <laughs> but like it's like it's dating apps are weird because it's like you have this weird um smashing together of lots of different humanities uh and it's tough and i feel like there's you, you get to see a lot of things that you don't normally see um because it's it combines all the worst things from like anonymity online and sort of like the repercussion like the idea that you can like talk to somebody without ever looking them in the face um with all of like the beautiful things about like people uh, and I don't know. I had like a weird and good time. I've written some stuff about this. Like, um, actually, hilariously enough, uh, McGwiggles in this chat uh, is uh, I like took their partner to a, like a stream that I was hosting for a show that I did that's now on hiatus, uh, and now they're together. And it's like Aww. that was the first
3: date.
1: Aww. I also, I mean, I the other thing, like, I, I don't know. I I've, I've like written a lot about like
3: matchmaker, matchmaker online.
1: Um, yeah, I, like, yeah, there's actually a radio story, uh, of of me from North Carolina public radio of me last year talking about how I, like, met my partner via Twitch and, like, Discord, and it turned out we were neighbors, actually. Twitch, the dating Um, app. Right. But, yeah, no, And this was, the other thing is, like, I don't know, I I feel like I spent, uh, I spent my time on dating apps from, like, everything from, like, okay, Cupid to Raya to, like, Tinder to Hinge. Um...
0: I also find it very interesting, especially because you mentioned, like, Twitch as, you know, a way of meeting people, which, like, hey, everybody, look at me in the eyes. People listening to the podcast as well. Twitch is not a dating site. No, it is not. No, no. people you watch on Twitch aren't going to date you. No. But this, but, so I say that before I move on, of, like, I also find it very interesting, um, the, like, external ones that aren't dating apps where people are like, oh, I met my partner on Discord, or, like.
3: Instagram or
0: all of the things that aren't dating apps but I hear about those a lot as well and I'm like I can't imagine I don't talk to strangers the longer quarantine
3: goes (laughs) on the less I remember how people meet each other at all in any capacity that's true
2: Yeah. by the end of this thing it'll be entirely BuzzFeed quizzes and follow up first dates at socially distanced Auntie Anne's pretzels that's officially I'm there. Gonna be I officially just
0: walking in the street to, and calling like a bird. I don't know. I do have to <laughs> say
1: like one of my favorite things about like <laughs> about dating apps is just like how like how you realize how hard it is to be normal. Like you have to message somebody that you've never spoken to in your life before. You don't have any other context outside of the very carefully curated things that they've put on this profile and you have to make yourself interesting, normal and funny and it's it's just like it's. I don't know. It feels like it. it like does the defamiliarization thing. Uh, I think what's his name? Yeah, Osklovsky? Victor Ostrovsky. Anyway, Russian guy came up with that term of like, mm. you know, like it's, it's a term of art of like making things unfamiliar and therefore putting them in an artistic context. Anyway, it's hard to be normal. Dating apps are hard because humans are hard. Relationships are even harder than dating apps. That's the coolest thing.
3: So, should we dive into how dating apps started at all?
1: Yeah, Certainly.
3: So. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it away. Take it away. One time on the internet, back when computers were the size of entire rooms, online dating was done on punch cards. They could not even swipe right. And here's the statistic that I'm going to say again, even though Sage may or may not have said it before. It is estimated that about 40 million Americans use or have tried online dating services. Q found in a study last year that... 3 in 10 Americans, that's 30%, have ever used a dating site and that 12% have been married or in a committed relationship because of online dating. But the first iterations of this way of finding love actually involved a pen, paper, and a very long list of questions.
1: (laughs) A very, very long list of questions. It's true. So singles would uh, would fill out questionnaires and then their answers would be converted into punch cards that were sorted by those huge computers the size of small rooms. And then the pools were like much smaller than the 40 million people that you find on apps today. They're only the size of like a college campus. You know, it's like you were just sort of limited to the people around you, which is, again, not a lot of choice.
3: So we're going to go back to the late 1950s. Uh, Eisenhower was president and Marlon Brando was still the box office straw of the time. And at that time, a man named Jim Harvey and Phil Feiler were enrolled in Math 139, Theory and Operation of Computing Machines at Stanford. And in this class, they got to use the university's IBM 650 mainframe computer. And they paired up for their class project and completed what they called at the time the Happy Family Marriage Planning Service. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, so Harvey in 2013 in a New York Times interview said, that was a bit tongue-in-cheek. And then, (laughs) quote, I don't think anybody took it too seriously. Uh, It was very novel at the time, said Filer. But yeah, today it's better known as one of the earliest attempts at computer-based matchmaking. So, uh, quote from Filer. The class was centered around the IBM 650. What took us six hours to do for our project would take about two milliseconds on your current desktop computer. Hmm. The program could be up to 2,000 instructions long, which is not a lot of instructions. Like, for dating, do you know how many, do you know how many instructions you have to, like, follow <laughs> to get a date?
2: Well, like, and like what? a good, a good set of a rule book. Are, are do's and don'ts for what shows I like on Netflix and what don't. I mean, 50 lines of code alone for preferences mm-hmm. regarding the cartoon Garfield. So it doesn't really leave a whole lot oh my of God. proper dating. Lasagna or no? Answer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always found the questions on OK Cupid so daunting. I think I just turned back at the start.
1: <laughs>
3: Sage, would you? I don't think I've ever been on OK Cupid. It's
1: fun.
3: It's supposed to be the more wholesome one, but I think they're all terrifying. Hmm. Sage, would you mind popping up our picture? I sure can. Thank you. Show the, the pics. Oh wow! What is this a picture? So of? this is a picture of <laughs> these two guys' notes before they even got down to the computer element. They, it's a chalkboard. They started breaking it down, and then the next picture, we're gonna actually get to look at the first computer that ever ran what amounts to a dating app.
1: Ooh! We're oh, getting some. Cool. We're, we're we're triggering some horror stories in the chat <laughs> of dating. I'm so oh, sorry. No. <laughs>
2: For those of you cleaning out your attic, by the way, while you listen to this podcast, the box is stacked around you. It looks like the, the picture, it looks like some sort of like old voting machine or some sort of like weird piano organ rather than some dating That's, computer.
3: It's not actually that okay. far off.
1: Yeah, because it was like vacuum tubes and shit.
3: Well, can we go to the next picture? I think that'll kind of help us understand what we're looking at. Yeah. So... Each giant box, let's say, had a different job. So, you did have the punch card reader, which was basically your vote counter, Harry. The power supply was massive. It, compare that to our phones today and how we complain about running out of battery. And then wow. the console that you needed to enter data and actually operate the computer was, I think it's bigger than I am tall, both in both ways this looks them.
2: like three refrigerators put together to create some sort of ultra Voltron mega battery right except they- it
0: does look like a, like a like a kitchen it it looks like the um like non-consumer <laughs> kitchen equipment
2: it's like yeti it's like a, a giant yeti cooler but, but far <laughs> larger than anything ever reasonably you know created the, a design the twist- that cool
1: the twist is these things get hot yeah, they're not refrigerators or coolers. They're computers. Wow. <laughs> it was the
2: opposite of a Yeti. They make everything hot.
3: <laughs> so, even though the computers looked really intense, the idea for this project actually came from partying. And keep in mind that unchaperoned dates at the time were still pretty rare. And many couples met in group settings. Um, so, Filer and Harvey would host parties in houses that they rented with several electrical engineering and KZU. KZSU Buddies. And they made sure that student nurses from the nearby Veterans Administration Psychi- Psychiatric Hospital were also involved. And their project, with its very cheeky name, matched 49 men and 49 women into couples. The participants were mostly Stanford students with a few local residents thrown in for spice.
1: Definitely very spicy. I, You know, like... You can't just have Stanford students, right? I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, I, I, I was, I was trying try to like, I was trying to make a bridge. prison experiment. to
3: the prison experiment.
1: I was, yeah, well, Zimbardo.
3: I just don't <laughs> think that, think that there were enough wild. women, honestly, to go with all yeah, these I mean, <laughs> students. I mean, if
1: online dating is still scary, it's like, it's been a long time since the 1960s. It, you know, it must have been terrifying back then. But I, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't, ah, man.
0: I, I have a I would like to petition to start calling our audience spicy citizens. Oh, okay. Ooh, I've yeah, yeah, always said the I like chat that. I like is, that. is
2: the, the oregano of the Twitch universe. Maybe the paprika.
1: <laughs> Just a little piquant. <laughs> Add a little bit of spice. <laughs> so spice. spice.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the program that Filer and Harvey wrote used a questionnaire, obviously, to match its couples. It asked things like, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Are you patient or impatient, affectionate or unaffectionate? Those are real questions from the survey. Okay, but I those are the
3: wholesome enough. questions. Not right, right, every but question.
1: Was, not what? every question was wholesome.
3: That's Some true. of them were a little but terrible.
1: I just think it was funny that they were still asking like, introvert or extrovert in like fucking 1960. Um,
3: you like, what's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> what's your Myers-Briggs
2: yeah. Right. So we the. Uh, so per-
3: <laughs> we don't, well, the We all know
2: our Myers Briggs right now. Let's be real. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't. Because oh, I also. I know mine. I'm pretty sure it was made by Eugenicists to prove that white people were superior. Oh, damn hey. it. Uh, <laughs> and then it, when it didn't work, they put it on the corporate business circuit. So. Okay, so I don't know my Myers Briggs anymore.
3: <laughs> why is everything terrible always?
1: Because the original sin of America was racism and we still haven't reckoned with it. We yeah. are not in Eden anymore, folks. Anyway. Filer and Her- Harvey's program looked for differences in answers rather than similarities. So each possible couple received a different score, which was then used to match participants.
3: The process took a really long time, frankly. Um, the pair were only granted five to ten minutes with the computer because it was such a valuable resource. And then only gave them enough time to run the cards for ten couples. So they returned one evening and broke into the facility to run the rest of the punch cards for the 49 couples. Quote, the couple, a member from each class with the lowest difference score was then matched and the process repeated for the remaining members of each class. And that's from a 2007 article from Stanford magazine. It continues on to say, thus, the first couple selected was the best match and as fewer couples remained in the pool, the matched couples had larger and larger difference scores.
1: Right. So there was like a flaw built in. So Harvey and Fowler didn't use a best fit algorithm because of the rules of their project. Because again, it was a class thing, but also their own limitations. So it means that if you were one of the later matches, you're, you, may, you may have been uh, assigned a partner that was very, very, very different from you. Um, so...
0: The last people assigned were just, like, getting leftovers? Yes. Like, legitimately? Yeah, like, I that were, was just, like, here's who's left in the experiment? I, I, so, yeah.
1: I assume they were just, like, outliers, right? They were yes. both just very the most different that you could be from each other. Um, And so, yeah, quote, uh, another quote from that Stanford magazine article. Two of the women in the sample, not Stanford students, were single mothers with two or three children. One of them, age 30, ended up paired with a frosh member of the Stanford marching band. Uh, and Filer, in 2013, in that New York Times interview, said, that relationship... Probably did not go far.
3: (laughs) And I mean, it's the perfect example. (laughs) You have a woman who is a mother who was probably the outlier from the group of mostly students and then the new little baby outlier student. So at the end of the experiment, Feiler and Harvey threw a party for everyone who participated because they wanted to see how well their pairs were actually matched Harvey said, one of the topics of conversation was how honest we were on our questionnaires. <laughs> Filer later said, maybe we were a little too early. Had we done it a little later when computers were less bulky, maybe we would have decided, hey, now, there is something to this. And of course, they did get an A on their project.
1: <laughs> they did. They did not, however, make any successful matches. That actually took a couple years, and yes, it did happen at Stanford. So a few, uh, a few years later, Marlon Anderson, who was in the class of 1965, so it wasn't that much longer, actually, uh, Marlon responded to an ad in the Stanford Daily about a matchmaking experiment, and that is how she met Gordon Keating, a med student in the class of 1967. He was a shy doctor training to be a psychiatrist. Uh, so Marlon Anderson eventually became Marlon Keaton, Keating, Sorry, and yes... They saved the questionnaire. Ironically <laughs> enough, Keating says it's hard to remember the beginning. Which does kind of feel like a lesson for all of us still on those apps. You know. Never f- Ooh, okay. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Get a hold of Nicholas Sparks. Okay, can we make this a Nicholas Sparks movie? Can
1: we get can we get more of this movie? No, Come on now. No. It was a pretty cute <laughs> button, right? It was a pretty cute button. Okay, so we do I feel like we do have some facts about like some of the other dating apps that were
3: yeah, and these are really interesting because you get to watch the dating app industry just become more and more profitable as it becomes more and more effective. The The pool of people widens and then the ability to match with someone and not just be a freshman and a young mother. It, it, it becomes more likely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so in... Uh... In 1965, Eros launches, started by this guy at MIT, used a dating questionnaire on a Honeywell 200. This is another giant fucking computer. In one distribution of questionnaires, he drew 11,000 responses at $4 each, or $44,000 in gross profits, which is about $250,000 in 2014.
3: And as you go through, you get to 1976, which is Great Expectations, and that's the video dating service. So we're already leading to the next form of tech. And then in (laughs) 1986, Matchmaker Electronic Pen Pal Network launches, and it's a bulletin board system for romance, but eventually people lost interest in BBS because the World Wide Web won.
1: (laughs) Right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because, like, this, like, dating app's, Sort of continually, they they fall into the the the, the technology at the time, um, which is why we have Tinder, um, which gave us swipe right, which is actually like a I think a pretty useful thing. Um, yeah, so I think I feel like that's basically everything we have.
3: I have actually one last fact. We're gonna go back to 1965 because I think this is another really good example of how much of a a desire for this industry there was even back then. So, Operation Match, which was part of Compatibility Research, Inc. launches. And this was at Harvard, because obviously we needed another Ivy League in the game. They used an IBM 1401 to match the students. Still, we're talking big computers here. They charged a $3 fee for submitting a questionnaire and, quote, by the fall of 65, six months after the launch, Some 90,000 Operation Match questionnaires had been received, amounting to $270,000 in gross profits, which is about $1.8 million in 2014 dollars.
1: Wow. That's so much money. Wow. So much money. I mean,
0: and then you think about that now, because, like, what are the the fees that people pay for online dating? There's, like, premium profiles that people pay for, right? Right, right. With, like, more visibility.
1: Yeah, I um I paid for Raya which was like 5 bucks a month, but that's like the one where you're like it's just it's exclusive. It's exclusive dating. It's not any different than any of the other sites. People message Could you, you explain
0: less. Raya for uh people in chat who've never heard of it?
1: <clears throat> yes, I will. I will sacrifice myself. Um <laughs> <laughs> So Raya is it's a, it's like it brands itself as like the sort of exclusive dating app like I remember seeing um, like celebrities and like it was just a bunch of people who were like famous or sort of famous or DJs or photographers or sometimes models. But it was just like you had to pay five dollars a month. You can't screenshot every time you screenshot
2: uh, something
1: the app would. Yeah, it would send you a message. And if you screenshotted things like more than twice, you got banned from the app.
3: Oh, so it's like an Um, NDA built in almost.
1: It's like an NDA built in. And yeah, so you yeah. just like, you message people and sometimes they message you back. A lot of times they don't. Um, I went on a few dates uh, I and they were like, great. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing like some extremely famous people and I being like, I, I guess I got to shoot my shot. <laughs> no. Shoot the
2: shot. Let's go. Hey <laughs> guys. <I> gotta...
0: <laughs> so like, I know the NDA is built in, but. What? Would you be willing
1: to mention just name drop one famous um, person um i have to like to I, this it. was a
3: while ago your raya account now i was <laughs>
1: thinking about it. i don't actually i will no i'm not gonna reactivate raya jesus
3: um <laughs> I, I can I, vamp if you need a minute because we um, want these answers i'd be very intrigued but it's okay let me let me let
1: it. me let me just let me search my texts and we'll see if i can find anything Ooh. uh Ooh, we're going through the art. Also, archives. everyone in
0: chat is very entertained by the fact that you said "sort of famous" or DJ. <laughs> <laughs> As to completely the two categories. Oh, sort of famous or a DJ. <laughs> I think yeah, kind of, that I, is, th- those are that is foundational y'all that is it. it's amazing. Oh, and- right.
1: Sorry. I saw, I saw Lupita Nyong'o on Raya and obviously <gasps> I was like, match. Ooh, let's go. <laughs>
0: did you, did you message I mean, her? tell her to call me. <laughs> uh,
1: I, yeah, I tried. Um, and yeah, this was, uh, this was back in 2019. So this was a while ago, but I was just like, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have to.
3: Are we saying 2019 yeah. 10 out of 10 is a while be. ago now? Because, like, 2020 yeah. was the forever year? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's 2021 now. That's, a, that's been a minute. So the thing about Riot, my,
1: my favorite thing about Riot was just, like, it was just constant entertainment. Like, it was just, like, this is such a dumb conceit for an app, and yet it was just, like, uh, oh, man, I, who am I going to see? Because it also limited you to how many matches you could see a day or whatever, and it was just, like... Mm. Uh, I, I everyone was just like, Oh, can I get that Raya invite? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, for sure, dude. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. You have to get but invited a- in. Oh, right. So that was yeah. the other thing. You have to like be invited in. Like they like you have to submit your Instagram and like you have to like do all this stuff. So and then that's if why like, you always cool want to be enough,
3: verified. I see you, John.
1: That is it. not Okay, first of all, the last verification I need is Twitch. So please follow me on Twitch and actually watch my <laughs> streams, but otherwise
2: <laughs> yeah You're
1: like a Thanos collecting
2: verification check marks what happens in the last one <laughs> You're Gonna wipe all Man. Out. i oh,
0: apologize shit. to whoever is like Wait. listening to the podcast right now if my mic is getting knocked around my cat is just having a field it's day cute on
1: my it's so right cute now,
0: and she's just rubbing on the mic um
1: i, I am <laughs> looking at other text messages that mentioned riot trevor noah was on it back in january 2019
3: okay <laughs> would also shoot the shot
1: yeah uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Everyone is, when I, all of my texts just say, I'm ashamed of paying for this. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> so when I worked, uh, I was working a retail job and people didn't have a lot to do when standing around in a store and there's no one in it. And a lot of the people that worked there would swipe through dating apps. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine or an acquaintance, a coworker, Called it people shopping. Oh. Yeah, see, that's the thing that
4: I uh, don't
0: yes. like so, about that's the thing is you're just apps. going
3: off of a photo and being like, "I'll take that one." But it commodifies oh. people. You are the commodity, and especially as a woman, you are even more the commodity. And bro, there, when you're in a on a punch card on a computer, and the pool is so much smaller, and it is not based on pictures the commodification has a very different feeling and i think that's part of why it started out with like joking names like happy families planning service and now we get you know like what seeking arrangement or whatever Mm -hmm. it's all every motion on a dating app is just trying to make it easier and easier to quote shop for people And the money that they make is not just the subscriptions. It's also ad space is so valuable on those apps. That's true.
1: It's funny. Yeah. I mean, I think... Sorry, I have a couple more Raya horror stories. I'm just, again, (laughs) looking through my texts. Um, uh, One was... This was gossip from 2018. Apparently, all of GQ applied to Raya at the same time, and they only took the white people. Oh <gasps> uh, <laughs> no! Yeah, gossip oh, from 2018, Myers folks. Myers
3: Briggs, Raya, come on!
1: Uh, you're getting everyone gross. who listens to this.
3: This is this is
1: exclusive, hot content that I did not gossip about anywhere else. Um, Woo! And the last thing I see is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this person I was seeing, uh, a couple of years, this is 2018, back then, uh, was, joined Raya and immediately faved Hannibal Burris. And I have a bunch of texts saying how, like, free-floating jealous I was <laughs> at <the> time. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am happy now. It's different.
3: Uh. <laughs> well, dating sites get very specific. You know, there's farmers only, and you can mm-hmm. look for a dating site based day on day. your religion, right? And- mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's helpful. It, It's still... When we were all researching for this episode
0: together, we came across a mullet dating site yep. for people who love mullets.
2: Party in the front, there was a romance lot of in the back. Very I
3: want, like, the book nerd dating, dating site. site. Like, the... Oh it that's got, local- there, right? No, you don't.
1: The no, no, book, book nerds book are book so... Book nerds are so annoying. As a, as a person who likes books and spent a lot of time with book nerds and dating a lot of... I dated a lot of book nerds. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it's... <laughs> like do you want do you want Do you want a discourse about organizing your books by color like every week like do you want to do that well, do you no want that? I don't
3: want the people who are like only hardback the spine can never be broken my books are organized by color I just want people that are like not that fucking I just want someone to go on adventures you know what, with on, I want people to admit next... that they're couch potatoes with books Shit.
1: next time next time you're in New York City next time this is like uh, whatever whenever this is possible <laughs> I'll take you to some literary parties and you can just go fucking wild.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> Apparently, those are my people. I mean, I feel like I, it's... Uh, the Strand? a lot of them are... Just mm. going, hanging around the Strand, shooting my shot.
1: you yeah, run the by a union buster.
3: <laughs> oh, I hate my life. Sage, Harry, no, start no. talking.
1: It's okay, no, it's okay. I think that's <laughs> a great idea. Anyway, the point is, dating apps <laughs> are old. Oh, my God. People have been looking for love for so long that it's gotten weird.
0: It certainly has, it weird and before. that's an excellent transition into what Harry and I are uh, going to be talking about. You got go. It started at happy family planning service. Uh, I think that Harry and I chose the story as far away from happy family planning as physically possible. Oh, more like happy so. family
2: wrecking. Um, wow, you got, you got to take it this one because I'm, I'm not going to be able to, to move for it. a little bit.
0: One time on the internet. A group of cheaters got cheated in turn and created one of the largest, most entertaining, and most crying video apology-inducing scandals in late web history. We are talking about (sighs) AshleyMadison.com. Oh no. <laughs> I was
2: so fascinated about this topic. When I I I I thought it was just <laughs> leaks, just hacks and that was it. Oh. Had no oh. idea how deep this thing went until we started doing the research on it. And like oh, I'm sorry to share everything. Um so so we kind of have it split into two parts. We have the Ashley Madison scandal and then a <laughs> lot of the micro stories of the people involved. Um so I want to quickly, having never used it before, being the one person who hopefully will never use it, (laughs) by hopefully I mean absolutely never, Uh, Jessica if you're watching I would absolutely never use this program. I'm about to get
0: Harry. She the married was. One. She actually
2: did uh, correct you earlier. I don't know
1: if you saw that, but she said you've been married for 12 years and together for 13.
2: Yeah, I, I, I fucked up. I'm already gonna get.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I'm already gonna I just get, want it.
2: you to just want you to know that that I, you yep, fucked up. Yep. Yep. I know I fucked Let's up. Let's
0: give them a little bit of insight because there might be people in chat who have never heard of Ashley Madison or don't understand the context of what we're doing. I know about almost right
3: nothing about it, so I appreciate <laughs> this. Aside from cheating. Perfect.
0: Ashley Madison is a dating website, I say with air quotations, uh, to find an affair. Uh, Their tagline for the website itself is, life is short, have an affair. It was founded in 2002 with the explicit purpose of facilitating cheating, and it prides itself on discretion.
2: Mm. Discretion, yes, in fact, it's so discreet that you do not use real money, at least not upfront. You pay with cheating tokens. That's not what they're <gasps> no! called. But they're not like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs> no, and they no, have so a it radio. doesn't show
3: up on your credit card statement?
2: It does. Uh, you, you, you have to buy the, the, the tokens, but there's a way to do it. So it doesn't show up mm-hmm. on the statement. You buy the tokens and you use the tokens to facilitate conversations. Um, <laughs> the front of the token has a crying wife, the back of the token has an angry That's husband.
0: Not <laughs> okay, we're also going to correct that, get get credit credit backs, I promise. Sorry, sorry,
1: I just need I need you guys to know that people in chat are saying dodge coin and wow. please coin.
0: Yeah, those are great. I would love uh more currency name options. <laughs> uh so this this money was used in the sense that for a conversation to happen between two members, one member, which is always the man, Uh, must pay eight credits to initiate a conversation. Any follow-up messages between the two members are free once the communication has been initiated. So for a man to message a woman on the website, they had to use eight credits. Take my
2: tokens. I promise it will be conversation and not a dick pic. Take my tokens, please.
3: (laughs) What Do the tokens amount to anything for the receiver? Like, do you get? Um, Absolutely not.
2: You get get unlockable emojis. Only the website. Or like cool skins.
0: You can make partner on Ashley <laughs> Madison. Um, no, the tokens actually did not equate to anything, for instance, for the woman on the other side receiving. It was not like, for instance, tokens on like chatterbait. <laughs> That's the example I had on hand. I it about is, say, if you,
2: if you, yeah, I don't know anything about that. So you're going to have to explain that one too. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> there are
0: sites, uh, there are cam websites where uh, men can pay to interact with women. And there the women actually make money. Uh, personally, I think if a man is going to be paying for a woman's time, she should at least get the money, but no one should be paying someone else to cheat with them. So.
2: I just love the tokens I still could get. When I read that, I just about lost my mind. And if you thought the cheating tokens were a fun and interesting twist to AshleyMadison.com, I mm-hmm. would like to just twist the knife one more time and introduce you to the cutting edge of which this whole story runs. You see, on top of purchasing sleaze tokens, cheating cash, or, uh... (laughs) Dodge coin. Or or dodge (laughs) dollars, um... You can also pay to hide your information. Oh! For a $19 fee, you can magically have everything erased. You can have your user information, your credit card transactions, all of your, um... Your, your chats that you've done, all the logs, mm-hmm. the messages. Photos. Photos, um, all of your profile information would magically be erased. $19, essentially forward-looking blackmail. You pay me and no one will ever find out about this. So do many people we, would.
3: Do we have any statistics on how often it was men versus women using that service or the service in general?
0: We do have a little bit of statistics uh, in a moment here. For the actual full delete thing, it was something that you would do on the way out. It wasn't something like a service you would pay for the anonymity while you were there. It's when you are Mm -hmm. done, when you are afraid you are getting found out, when you think that maybe the wife is onto you. (laughs) You pay to full delete, which is what makes it so much more blackmail-y to me. Uh, That's what takes it out of instead being like, hey, I'm paying for extra privacy on this website. It is I'm paying to hide my uh, cheating, essentially.
2: (laughs) I could just picture like, you know, Barbara looked up, asked Jeeves, and it suggested Ashley Madison. She's getting close, Greg. Sure, you don't want to delete yet. She's getting real close. She almost saw it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's so slimy. It's so gross. Garrett,
0: I know we did have some of those statistics in here. Could, do, uh, I have them. Do you I want have those them.
2: T- uh, I didn't want. To, I didn't you- want to reveal them yet because they are part of the punch.
3: Sorry, sorry, okay, sorry. sorry,
2: sorry. All right. No, no. I'm glad you asked. Right they're just. they They. They come back in a way that might surprise you. <laughs> so.
0: With all of the anonymity that Ashley Madison promises you, their value of discretion, and their promise to keep cheaters safe and give them viable ways to find a partner, um, there was also some very visible things that I think people should have noticed before signing up. Things like, for instance, you didn't have to verify your email to sign up for Ashley Madison. You could just type in an email and type in a username and start using the website, which also meant that a lot of people had like randos signing them up for Ashley Madison. Um, mm. When doing research, I found so many people that said like, yeah, I get emails all the time from Ashley Madison because you don't have to confirm it. People can just use your email for it.
2: God, it, it, it was it would become would- like a super popular like water cooler prank too. Like Greg, check your email. We got you hooked up with the lady Michelle and she at your hotel room. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> why aren't you laughing Greg <laughs> like it just it's this bizarre weird like oh it was just a prank bro and, and so you'd have meme accounts and real accounts and all of them hinge on this idea that at any point you can just full stop a race if you need to for 19 bucks of mm-hmm. course easy peasy
0: You, yeah you just pull the emergency exit yeah. except as you know We wouldn't be talking about Ashley Madison right now if there wasn't a massive information leak in 2015. In
2: 2015, a a, a shadowy organization calling itself the Impact Team. And if we get that first picture up, they penetrated what was called the Avid Media Network. You see, Ashley Madison was just the flagship of a larger cheating enterprise, uh, also including Established Gentlemen, which was for finding a, the pejorative term is Sugar Daddy, um, for finding those kind of uh, connections, right? Um, the Impact team hacks this organization. And threatens to release everything unless establishedgentleman.com and AshleyMadison.com are taken down. And the first part of of, of their 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 impactful impact team declaration is that hey, you're Harry, facilitating altruist affairs. What was that?
3: Impact <laughs> penetration, really? <laughs> look, this is, I, this I, is the is easiest
2: little, thing to write.
1: is a little on the nose. It all just came to me. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. So these hackers were able to access more than 60 gigs worth of mostly text data, which like if you think about 60 gigabytes of text that's data. Much. That's that much. That is data. so much data. It included their names, their street addresses, emails, credit card information, timestamps of logins and use and a lot of credit transactions.
2: Oh. No, But that's not all. The leak also included all of the text-based data from each user's profile. And when trying to find an affair, one of the things that that any self-respecting uh, uh, adulterous man in particular is going to lead with are all the weird shit that they want to do with whoever they match up with. What, and I found, because I knew I would get in trouble if I led with the really weird stuff, so I found the tamest mm-hmm. baby boy quote I could find. Love it when I'm called and told I have 15 minutes to get someplace. Yeah, or I'll be greeted at the door with a surprise. And then I purposely had to lead out what that surprise was intended to be. I'll let your imagination take you. So imagine your name, your address, your credit card information is now paired with whatever you wrote here.
0: (laughs) I am going to be honest with you. Now, look, we don't support hacking uh, and leaking of people's private information. We don't support doxing. But the fact that they were able to leak the bios with it is actually very funny to me.
1: Can I can I ask did you guys did you find anything that was like especially wild from that leak?
2: I'm afraid. Well Again, I'm not. I can't there say. were a bunch
0: of notable <laughs> figures from the leak, which I find the most interesting. Are some of the people that were in the information leak and that were particularly confirmed? Because although, as we said, right. there were a lot of like meme and spoof accounts and a lot of names, we have a list of people that were actually in the leak that are confirmed and they themselves acknowledged it. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: I found one In that, this- by the way, Bijan. To your point, you said what weird stuff. I found one that said, "I want to be the left arm to your right arm of Exodia." Winky face, winky face. Let's meet up and do the top half and the bottom half of Exodia. of no, you your expression. No, I'm just that was that me. Didn't that was me? <laughs> okay. I did that. I said that. Harry,
0: at some point we have to separate the lies out. Okay, we're gonna have to have like a lie section. You need like send a lie voice. if we're trying to. Listen. Yeah, if, we're trying to deliver information. If here. you're
2: washing cutlery while well, right now, why is you listening to this podcast? One, be careful to get water on your phone. Two, I just lied to you while you were scrubbing the plates. Everything else happened except the o- exodia bed. Don't feel betrayed at me, okay? Don't don't grab the fork tighter. And squeeze the sponge till the water comes out. It's okay. It's fine. It's a podcast. Right. We'll move on past it. You'll get your dishes done. You look great for doing it. And I see you getting your work done while you do podcasting. You should be proud of yourself. Really good on you. <laughs>
1: That's uh, uh, can we clip that and just uh (laughs) Harry just put it on YouTube as Harry encourages you to do dishes ASMR? Yeah, you're doing great. Look at you, spotless. So, with
0: that information leak, all of this information, as we know, was supposed to be deleted for a lot of people, and this is the moment that a lot of cheaters are putting together. Ah, damn it. I spent 19 bucks on that. You whiz. <laughs> and that... With that full delete
2: button. <laughs> and that is literally the other half as to why Impact Team decided to do what they did. They said, it's not enough. You're facilitating affairs. You cheated all of these cheaters out of their 19 bucks. And because of that, you and them, they both have to pay. And I just find that so fascinating. They, they take the stance of like, oh, because you betrayed the confidence of these these wicked cheaters, we're going to punish the wicked cheaters. <laughs> it's just well, like, it's too much.
3: It's an interesting moral conundrum, right? Because we don't support cheating. But at the same time, what people ruin in their own personal lives is theirs to ruin. And their personal data being out and about is, is really dark. That's that's Right. <laughs> I think that it might is. be a greater really tragedy, actually, despite the fact that and he, obviously cheating is horribly wrong. Of course. And of course,
0: you have the people that are impacted around it, too. For instance, when a public figure is outed for it, that means that uh, their partner also no longer has the right to privacy of you know the issues that they're facing, um, which is an issue. It is. Uh, the fact that their addresses were attached to it, also a problem. Had it just been their names and bios... Maybe maybe pretty funny, though, um, maybe a little funny, at least. Now, you may be wondering, but,
2: too, by the way, why I've been using the, the, the he pronoun so frequently. It is because one of the other issues that was tied up, one of the other reasons the impact team was so angry at Avid Media um, is that only 12,000 to 15,000 actual Flesh and blood women existed on the platform to begin with. Out of the nearly 33 million users, 12,000 were women, the rest were fembots. In fact, internal data, internal emails come down to the conference room. We're having fembots and how much they make us money. Comfort the presentation of two lunches provided. Thank you, Magianos. Um. According to internal emails and documents, 70% of all paid and facilitated transactions started with a FimBot interaction.
3: That is the first statistic piece of information you've said that I've been like, hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is
0: very, very funny. Because you have to remember, these people, just to initiate the conversation, had to pay eight tokens. Yep. And most of the time, they were just talking to a bot that was initiating a conversation with them to keep these men on site. Uh, So the Impact team was like, first of all, people are cheating and you're facilitating it and we don't like it. Second of all, the entire site is a scam. And third of all, something that they found was very interesting when they got inside. Now, the Impact Impact team was a well-skilled group of hackers. They prepared for this hack for years. It was a very curated attack they knew what they were doing but they realized as soon as they got inside that there was almost no encryption on this data whatsoever it was outrageously easy to access
2: (laughs) do you want i guarantee you if we had enough time i could encourage you the dishwashing listener, or you, the listener to us watching live, to guess what this password is, and you would be able to guess it right now in chat. Sage, what was the password to get into every single node?
3: No, you know it.
0: So this password, do, it. do it. This pa- was the password to the um from the internet to VPN to root on all servers, and it was pass one two three four, and I am not kidding you.
2: Pass one, two, three, four. 2,
3: 3, Rowan frantically to goes to change all the passwords on her. Node.
2: You can digitally walk like you're in Tron from the bonk to horny jail sexual fetish room. I got to carry this important <laughs> memo over to finance. Tick, 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 tick. Walk past, you know, walk past the token collectors, walk past Finbot Alley, then roll right into finance. You're like, hey, I got this memo for you. I used the same password 14 fucking times. Here you go.
0: Now... <laughs> The the hacking group actually did an interview with Vice. uh, And when asked to provide details about the attack, the impact team claims that it was easy. They said, We worked so hard to make a fully undetectable attack, then got in and found nothing to bypass. As for Avid Life's media security, bad. Nobody was watching, no security.
2: Oh, it's a stunning indictment. That's really bad.
1: Oh, you know you, you I don't want to root for the hackers, but like I'm, ro- I ro- I'm rooting for them. Well, I know
2: right. Impact Team's methodology was not to get in over like a, a, a weekend at Bernie's and just like t- 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 and, you know poke around us They spent years embedded behind the scenes. They got to know people, they got invested in the storyline and then they went and broke the fourth wall, became the storyline. And I just love, I that, that creeps me out. Honestly, thinking of like, yeah, it's an awful company. I just love the idea of them like clocking in and like watching these people go about their everyday nine to five for years, finding vulnerabilities, building a case and getting ready for like this event on the horizon, which is just stunning.
0: I'd like to after we finish the story discuss some theories that i have around kind of the lack of security and the intentions of the website but alas we'll continue so of course uh none of the demands were met by the hacking group they did not take down ashley madison ashley madison said we are standing our ground we are keeping it up uh they were trying to tell users that they were working on it they were going to fix it they were going to protect all of their information but Nothing could be done at this point. The information had been accessed. So the information was leaked. Yeah. Oh,
2: three episode dumps, just like we're on the third episode. One, two, the three. Cool. Three separate data dumps, including a preliminary a pre dump um, with just like the the, the the corporate infrastructure and some of the internal memos just to show that it actually was for real. And it was bad. Like, it it exposed a lot of people.
0: Hundred, three hundred gigabytes of raw text data was released. So it went from that initial 60 that they had acquired to 300 by the time that the information was actually released. And that was a lot to comb through, to be honest. But fortunately, people of the internet put together some search websites. So you were actually able to go through and search by name or email to see if your partner was on Ashley Madison and find the data associated with them. It's something we see a lot with uh, oh. large leaks and hacks. It's something that's been happening recently with the Giga leak from Nintendo, uh, where people are just combing through and combing <laughs> through and combing through because most of us don't have the patience to do it. And creating tools to give us access to it I, in a much simpler okay, way. Okay,
1: so I have a question. Would you, assuming this happened, would you and you and you, would you look up your partner in that data?
3: If I, I were on a
1: certain tax bracket, would, maybe. maybe. Okay, yeah. right? oh, that's a good answer. Yeah.
3: There's a there's um, like an income level here, I think. I think there is. I think there's an income level, and I also think there's an
0: age as well. Like I'm a youth millennial. Mm-hmm. If my partner is cheating, it's on Snapchat. Right. Right. But I'm I'm just, saying, I'm just saying,
1: I'm just saying, like, <laughs> right. if this like if this happened and we like I don't know. I, I'm just saying, like, would you like make that choice? But it is a whatever. Would you? I wanna know. Uh no, I don't think so.
3: You don't want to know, like, or, look, it's or as like you typing just want to suspect both. Okay. Mm. Um. I just checked though; this website still exists. Oh yes, Ooh, Ashley Madison still use is it. still alive. Yeah.
2: By the way, instead <laughs> of asking the search engine to search all the data, is ask Sleaze. Am I right? Come on now. Dad is that an actual
3: game? fact? Or are you lying <laughs> again?
2: No, I'm just i am wishful thinking. Wishful Say thinking. It. Bra- Say yeah, you're you, a liar. You, you can't create a database of of cheaters and be good at brandy. You can't be both. Okay, listen. It's 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 one talent tree or the other in this RPG we call life. Um <laughs> so anyway.
0: So back to the story.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Wait. One second.
1: One second. Uh-oh. I need to I need to oh. I need to do something which is tell you how many pages are in a fucking uh Three hundred gigabytes of text.
0: Yeah, I would be curious how many pages of text that would be. Um, and in those pages of text, there were thousands of mil and .dot gov email addresses, which is not surprising. What the um,
1: this heck? is right? okay. That uh, oh. according to this site, it's like sixty four thousand seven hundred eighty two pages uh, of Microsoft Word pages in a gigabyte. So that makes this. Nineteen million four hundred thirty-four thousand six hundred pages. Assuming it was in Microsoft Word, who has format, the time to make a searchable wasn't.
3: database out of that?
1: And who assumes well, Microsoft Word? Okay, some of us still use Notepad. Well, okay, look, but I, come I mean, on. I, no, but those are I'm, what I'm saying is those are much more lightweight files. So it's <laughs> more pages than nineteen million.
0: <laughs> That's correct. And when you think about the fact that it's names, addresses, credit card transactions, and messages and bios, that kind of makes sense. But it is. It's a lot. It's a lot of information
3: that was... Listed. So who was in these pages? Who were who are the Lupita Nyongos of this website?
4: <laughs> okay, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Lupita had
3: nothing to do Lupita with this. Lupita had nothing and we will to not do with Ashley Madison. Just, just want to clarify.
0: <laughs> well, before we get to who's in it, um, there was a little more of them trying to kind of maintain themselves before we were able to find the information. Uh, Avid Life Media offered over half a million in rewards... Uh, money to try and, um, like, pay out, essentially, the victims of the hack. They were trying to refund money that people had spent, and they were like, hey, sorry for ruining your marriage. Have a 50. I mean, if you think about how many people are affected in this, it's not that much money. Take
2: eight cheat tokens on us. (laughs) Don't spend them all in one place.
0: (laughs) So... I think now probably would be a great idea to to jump into who was on it. We'll jump around a little bit.
2: This section should actually one be called Who most... Let the Dogs Out, am I right? Hey,
0: <laughs> there we go. All right. So one of the most notable figures uh, was an internet vlogger named Sam Raider. Now, Sam Raider was part of the duo Sam and Nia. They were a massive Christian vlogging duo. And I don't mean casually happened to be Christian. I mean, the basis of their content was being a Christian couple. Mm. They were Christian vloggers sharing their lives and Sam and Nia have honestly been hit uh, a few times with scandals since then. Uh, But of course they did the very YouTuber thing of coming out with a video, addressing it once the information was leaked. Because not only did uh, Sam uh, find out, uh, I'm sorry, did Nia find out about Sam, but the internet already knew because of these databases. Everyone was searching everyone. It became almost a game to to look up and see if you could find anybody that you recognized on this website for fun. So this Christian vlogging couple is outed and they put together an absolutely pathetic video of the two of them sitting down and acknowledging the issue and saying that they are still going to be together. And the quote that I have there, which sam gave is she has forgiven me for this mistake that i made in opening the account i have sought forgiveness from god and he has forgiven me so i have been completely cleansed of this sin
1: hey good for good for him you know he got god on his side that's pretty cool it's a redemption arc i I don't have a close
3: personal relationship with god (laughs) but i'm gonna say he's not really keen on ashley madison just as a guess yeah. I would also guess so. And like that is such a um, cough out way of addressing
0: the issue. One, it didn't really uh, address the burden that he had placed on his wife, actually, especially as a public couple. Um, it wasn't about her. It was, yeah, she forgave me. But most importantly, God cleansed me of this sin, which I think in a Christian relationship is also something that is then forced upon the woman. Like, well, if God forgives you, <laughs> I- narcissism. Shit.
2: <laughs> well, I don't like Like, too, imagine that he was... her having
0: to be like, but I don't
2: in <laughs> the way he phrases it like I, I'm I, he, she forgave me for creating the account. It was just I just I just made the account. I didn't spend 666 yes. cheater tokens to, to talk with FimBot89 about, you know, my 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 special stuff I want to do. Like he just like, oh, I just, it was just creating the account. That was the that wasn't anything else that happened afterward.
0: I just it was proven that he did spend money on the account, which invalidates that entirely. But. They still have a massive audience that has chosen to believe
3: this and move on. I Probably just want to be the money her on like a, and be an
2: exclusive like, wallpaper.
3: Oh my god! They, um, like God made me, but I don't <laughs> get out.
2: <laughs> they
1: uploaded a video five hours ago, just about uh, her being pregnant again and getting bad news. Yeah. So maybe it's another Ashley Madison scandal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that would be the news, wouldn't it? Right? Um, so that was one of the biggest ones because um, they were the most relevant to like internet pop culture. That was the one that people really latched onto because especially in vlogging relationships, you feel like you know these people. These people are showing you what they want you to believe is their everyday lives, the parts of their relationship. Um, family vloggers are like really somebody that that they monetize you being a part of their family in a sense, and then finding out that you didn't know these people at all, of course, because they were strangers on the internet, uh, was a big deal.
3: man. Well, it's like the rules apply to you, but not to me, (laughs) (laughs) because
0: reasons. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So that was just kind of the idea of it. Um, Some viewers suspected that the couple had uh, like essentially done it as a publicity stunt, which is really interesting. Um, they, they they really thought that maybe he was on Ashley Madison as a publicity stunt. And you know what he replied? He said, I'm like, you know what? It was staged. It was all orchestrated by God above and nothing else.
2: Or I could totally see her logging in and she him be like, take this cross from me, beareth this burden. Okay, I'm signing you up with Becky. She looks fine. You know- <laughs> <laughs>
1: it really, it really makes you think. It really makes you think.
2: Take this cup from my hands. Becky says she's down for six o'clock tomorrow. Does that work for you? As it pleases you, my child. This is my garden of gethsemane moment. Okay. <laughs> Anything for the content,
0: Bijan. What does it make you think?
1: Well, so I grew up near Terrell, Texas, where these people are from. So I, I, I get it actually very viscerally. Um. Uh. uh trace code earlier said uh, he had the power of God and anime on his side and I I don't think he had anime on his side. He may have had God, but anime, absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Certainly not. Uh, So that's kind of where it left off. Quite simply, it was uh, something that they chose to continue and deal with and they're still creating content to this day, but never The
3: interesting thing is like in their relationship, they absolutely have the right to choose to stay together through cheating and like mm-hmm. grow from it, it's just every other element of it that makes me want to scream. Uh-huh.
1: He, <laughs> absolutely. So you know he's he's definitely on Tinder. Gotta be right.
3: Gotta be
0: Gotta absolutely. Be. But Tinder hopefully has a better. No, password, he's on like. Least. See what is Christian date Christian Christian? Oh yeah, it's Christian mingle
1: Christian mingle. That's Whoa. an older one too.
0: It is now, Harry. There's another celebrity here. Would you maybe, uh, would you maybe t- take us in with this next celebrity? Of
2: course, of course. Um, now, there's there's one that's close to my heart, state-wise, but the mm-hmm. Duggars teach me how to dougie. Josh Duggar, huh? the eldest of the 19 kids from the Duggar family, um, he was wrapped up in all of this, so. A nice little cherry garnish on this trashy individual's uh, complexion there. Um, I actually don't really follow the Duggars too much, to be honest with you. I didn't really dig the Duggars.
3: I'm <laughs> I like Googling the Dugg, who they are right didn't now. But dig the
2: Duggars.
0: So, the Duggars are the family from the TLC show 19 Kids and Counting. Oh, uh, they are a, they just collect really? children. That, that's so stressful. It's <laughs> awful. They are, it's Mormon, right? I believe it is like Mormon fundamentalists um, oh. that believe that you're supposed to have as many children as God will bless you with. Um, there is a theme here, I'm noticing. And that's look. we didn't make it. These are just the celebrities who happen to be on it. This was not our theme. Um,
2: But this
0: family has been involved in many scandals throughout the years. Um, Josh Duggar in particular, is the absolute scum beneath ground level. He had been previously acknowledged as having uh, assault charges against two of the young women in his family, which the family chose to just move on from. Um, And he, (sighs) even though he himself was married and had, I believe, six children at the time, Was also found to be paying for and paying a lot on his Ashley Madison account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think he was just talking to Fembots. Dude.
0: Maybe I hope so. It's
2: been up joke. I
0: hope he was nineteen Fembots he deserved it.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god! <laughs> I hope he was just talking to bots. I hope that for him that it was a great, great waste of money. Um. So there is a photo of him and his wife and all of his children. Uh, in this photo, there are six children. One is a newborn baby, which she, of course, had because I'm going to be honest with you, this family always has a newborn baby in the way that, in speed that
3: they speed. Important question, do is they buy the children or do they home-make the children? They home-make the children. These are
2: home-brewed. This is home d D&D campaign starring multiple dwarves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I don't, oh, man, okay, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, for sure, dude.
0: (laughs) So Josh Duggar was part of it and was outed for it and has acknowledged and spoken to it to confirm it, which is very interesting considering that uh, a lot of people were just like, it's not me. Someone just signed up with my name. Uh, It was him. And once again, uh, because of these very religious couples not really believing in divorce, they have also opted to leave this in the past
3: and move on. I have a very important question. Yeah. whatever happened to fake names and visa gift cards like i'm I'm not kidding if Sites. you're gonna cheat on your spouse using the internet like why don't you actually try to succeed
0: i think the only people that would sign up for a site like ashley madison genuinely do just have to have a wildly low intellect um
1: like, I, I don't think i it's, think their
0: intelligence score has
1: to be low to trust this site. i don't think it was intellect i think they just didn't give a fuck like, it's it's maybe like because like it like you you're just assuming that if you get caught, it won't be that bad. If you're Josh Duggar, he apparently has molested uh, at least four of his sisters. Mm. Like he didn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, I didn't dive too far into that because we're just like, I know that's not what it's about today. But when I say Josh Duggar is a trash person, I mean, Josh Duggar is literal. Scum. Okay
3: uh maybe the yeah. ashley madison thing maybe it's just that like trust people inherently trust the internet because there's this, just this idea that like the powers the p are controlling it there's a password mm-hmm. nothing bad could happen i mean,
0: yeah, yeah i think that's it i think that it's like well on tinder i could get caught because like somebody could see me on tinder but ashley madison promises me that the anonymity is the whole thing yeah.
2: finally a <laughs> Which- website for me and my discretions
0: <laughs> Which is so ironic for the reason that we're talking about it. And the last one.
2: Yeah, the last one is from my home state. Um, Jeff Ashton, Florida State Attorney. Um, he was the prosecutor for the Casey Anthony murder trial. Um hmm. Yeah, he was he caught in this. the act just like Casey Anthony was caught in the act and still got off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, what's very interesting, there's very little information, actually, about Jeff Ashton's profile on this. And I think it's partially because the internet didn't really care as much, honestly, because he wasn't a celebrity or, like, a pop culture icon in any capacity. Um, so there's very little information about what his activity actually was on the website. But he was one of the notable names that people were like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's
2: just, it, it, uh, I, Florida man... No matter what form he takes, of course, Fordham would be <laughs> embroiled in the Ashley Madison scandal. Of course, this 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 uh, legislative low lying um, scumbag would be involved with it. There, I he, I guarantee you, though, guarantee you, he was using a burner burner phone to burn a credit card easily, easily. Sure,
0: and still got caught. Now. These people, most of them, didn't really face much for consequences, obviously. Um, There were, of course, larger consequences, however, for people that were uh, caught up in the scandal. Uh, There were two reported suicides, actually, particularly tied to the leak of information. Um, There very well might have been more, but these two were confirmed to be because of their information being leaked from the Ashley Madison scandal.
2: Yeah. And it's it's one of those things. I I totally believe there are many 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 more. But the 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 you know party on the other side of it there the widow. I cannot imagine a world where they want to come forward and tell the story mm-hmm. and be like in the scorn of the public eye and be in the middle of the grieving process all at the same time. Like there's I I'm of a hundred percent confidence that there are more. Um, probably several, you know, several thousand divorces. Considering this is millions of leaks, several thousand divorces, multiple suicides, lives ruined. Um, the scope of this Harry- thing is bizarre.
0: You said something very funny when we were prepping for this. I believe what Harry said in that call was my wife would tell the public she murdered me before she would say to them that I killed myself because my information was leaked for cheating on Ashley
3: Madison.
1: She did say something about murder in the chat also.
3: Yes, absolutely. And we supported it. Also died by suicide.
2: It's because I would never Mm -hmm. fuck around and find out. Period. Mm-hmm. That's, I, that's, well, I mean, that's if the you creed I, out. I live by. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, mm-hmm. if you fuck around, you do eventually find out. I just skipped the whole first step. I just skipped the yeah. fuck around step. Just completely skip that uh, that whole step. Easy peasy. Never fuck around. Never find out. That's the corollary that exactly. they don't tell you. Were there Be any... a
3: good
2: boy and get treats.
3: Were there women that <laughs> ever paid tokens to speak to men? Ever? No, that was actually not the
0: structure of the site. The mm. site was set up that if you registered with your gender as a male, uh, you were the one to pay to initiate conversation. It was It's like that old school club thing where like women get in for free and, and men have to pay f- at the bouncer. Um, there's no su- there's no surprise here that this uh, terrible website has deeply ingrained gender biases and issues. Um, but also they couldn't get women to sign well, up.
3: Well, women were the commodity. That's why they had FemBots.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and honestly, as uh, at, the, at the darkest points of it, that's where it ended up. Most of that information has kind of slipped away into internet history. It's been just about six years since the leak, um, which is weird in internet time, no doubt. Um, and the site is still going. It's
2: still around. Are, They've tried two or people. three rebrandings. <laughs>
0: <Station in. laughs>
1: and my advice Hello? to you is do not log on. It's also, don't you can it. you can cheat for free. Just like, don't spend your money there. Don't
0: don't cheat for free either. Uh, we're not going to advocate for any right, of that.
1: Right, 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 right. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> another part of this is like, you gotta be, come on, come on. Treat yourself better than that. Don't pay for Ashley Madison. It's,
0: and don't make your password pass 1234.
2: And it's, the most chilling thing I want to conclude on, if, if you don't mind. Please. The impact team has promised that they are not done. The Impact Team, the folks responsible for this leak, have said they are already in the process of infiltrating their next target. They are already inside like a cicada waiting to hatch and release the sexual preferences of whichever batch of new idiots comes about in the next five to six years. So stay tuned because I guarantee you this is not the last we've seen of Impact Team, Impact Team 2... Never mind. I'm not going to say the joke. But yeah, Impact Team Two I, uh, will come again, and the theory of you.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So don't cheat. Uh, online dating is fine. I mm-hmm. think that's about. The, those are the take. Well, right, right, right. Never fuck around. Never find out. Those are the takeaways.
2: That's your emote ah, idea. Okay. Never fuck around. Never find never out. Never find out. Slots.
3: It's it's yeah. sad, actually. I mean. D- I don't think anybody should have their, their dirty laundry aired, especially for the other person in the relationship like we talked about. But I also don't think that anybody deserves to die for infidelity. So that that's a really um, frustrating element of mm-hmm. having released all of someone's life so that people can basically point and laugh mm-hmm. at other people's Absolutely. pain.
2: That is a really good <laughs> it, take. It
3: definitely
0: is. Yeah. That's definitely a takeaway from it. Um, as we said in the beginning, we do not condone doxing in any capacity. Um, so that information was uh, clearly very dangerous in a lot of ways. Um, it's, it's a hard space to land in, I think, as well, because I also understand the, um, the at, at least hackers saying, take the site down. Take the site down. If you're able to hack that easily and you've, uh, you've put all of these people in these precarious and dangerous situations, not you can blame the hackers, but you can also blame the site for telling these people that they were protecting their information, for promising these people discretion, for having them just absolutely extorting them in, in, from money in various ways, uh, and then having the password to get to their data as pass 1234. Yeah. So it is at least as much the fault of Ashley Madison as it is the people who hacked that information and released it because quite yeah. simply it was it was bound to happen
1: yeah but they they did use the people as a meat shield right yeah like, mm-hmm. which is
3: Ashley Madison did it Not is good it also kind of falls in that corner of internet morality how much do we police the internet mm-hmm. what will people collectively allow other people to do? With this space that is unregulated, that's sort of changing, but was initially made to be unregulated.
2: Well, and, yeah. and we've always had our, our our sort of town square space. And it's been mm, I mean, humans in point. general have had the town square space where all things happen. Commerce and gossip and connections and friendships. But scorning and mocking and jeering and throwing tomatoes and punishing in a social context and an official context and stealing from each other. So it's almost like this idea that, that some things just stay the same for better or mm-hmm. for worse, that some parts of our conditioning are like, we automatically, even if it's not the right thing, jump into <laughs> serves them right. Even though lives are torn apart by this stuff. Ah, well, you know, they should have been smarter. Like, there's just some weird things we jump to and i and and without you rowan saying that i would have probably hadn't had the self-reflective moment to be like well wait a second what
0: um and that is where we will wrap up our story for the evening uh that was the hacking of
3: ashleymadison.com hmm.
4: it,
3: it's interesting to have that in comparison to the beginning of dating sites because it 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 seems sort of wholesome, I guess. I don't know how wholesome it really was at the time. And then we have this story that is like some of the least wholesome bits about it. Where it began and where it ended up,
1: unfortunately. I feel like it takes a minute for it to get unwholesome, right?
3: Yeah,
0: absolutely. People got to explore every side of what they could do with internet dating. And this is just one of the things that people could do with it, unfortunately.
3: I will say on the plus side to kind of end on a positive note internet dating does allow people who are in quote-unquote fringe communities to find people that are like them so if you're in a small town and you're part of the lgbtq plus community and the rest of your town is aggressively christian let's say you are then able to connect with people who are very far from you if others aren't accepting so there is a good side to it
0: absolutely there are wonderful things that have happened in internet dating and in internet history. I mean, as the statistic that you read earlier, a lot of people have found marriages or long-term partners from internet dating. Fortunately, yeah, just internet, on sites other than that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I mean, also internet dating is like it's again, it's like it's like everything else that like tries to match people together. Like you're you're still getting the whole range of humanity. You know, it's like people are weird, people are different. They're they're like softer and weirder and stranger than you are sometimes. And you know, like. I don't know. It's a beautiful mix Softer and weirder and stranger
3: than you are sometimes. I like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's uh, normal.
0: We've had a couple of lovely messages in chat. A Kotaroku said, I found my nerd family through the internet. Uh, Chedley Cannon said, I'm celebrating my second anniversary tomorrow because I met my partner over internet dating. That's
3: cool.
0: Those are all wonderful stories yeah. and we're very happy to hear it. And we wouldn't get to talk to all of you without uh, letting strangers talk to each other on the
1: internet. I
3: will so, say, thank
1: you. the last thing is if you're going to online date it's fun but also just be normal just be like a nice person be normal. Be cool be cool
3: be
0: cool yeah normalize your dating profile normalize and dating. normalize, <laughs> harry, normalize
1: harry
0: all right everybody thank you for tuning in once again for one time on the internet we appreciate you so much you can always catch this show live if you're listening to the podcast we record this live while we stream it on twitch at twitch.tv slash pixel circus every single sunday at 5 p.m pacific uh, let's go around the room and say who we are and where you can find us on the internet.
1: All right, uh, I'm going to start again because that was how we did it before. Hi, I'm Bijan. I stream on Twitch at Bijan Stephen, and I'm on Twitter and I do podcasts and I love hosting the show.
0: That was so wholesome. Hi, <laughs> 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 hi, I'm Sage Ryan. I go by Not Sage everywhere on the internet. I am a variety streamer on my channel and I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. And you can find me here on the Pixel Circus channel all the damn time. (laughs) So follow if you're not already.
3: Hey, I'm Rowan Hall. You can find me everywhere on the internet at The Rowan Hall. I am also here on Saturdays for Damsels, Dice, and Everything Nice with Sage. And I am one of the co-hosts of the Willing and Fable podcast. We uh, give you original retellings of myths, legends, and crazy history along with all the information you wish you knew about it.
2: And lastly, um, I am Harry, the uh, wild card element. Um, <laughs> to true crime, just debunk conspiracy theories and explore the paranormal and occult here on Twitch weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I also encourage you to do your chores while you listen to the podcast. I still see you. You've you, the last dishes on the drying rack. You're washing your hands. You're drying them, and I feel really good for you. You should feel proud about yourself. Look at you finishing your chores right as the podcast is ending. Wow.
0: Well, uh, let us know in the future if you'd like a Patreon perk to be Harry recording motivational messages for you to
1: enjoy. I love that. Uh,
0: Because I see this as being a definite option for the future. Uh, You can let us know. We are at the Pixel Circus on all social media and that's a great place to tell us about what you want to see. You're all very good beans and we love and appreciate you very much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Beautiful spicy
3: citizen. <laughs> <laughs> <Good night. laughs> I love spicy citizens. <laughs>
1: uh...